welcome to the Artist Appeals. This is Erin Sparler and I'm your host. In the Artist Appeals, we interview artists, crafters, photographers, and business professionals about the business of art. I hope you'll join us and enjoy the show. Hey, can I make you a quick offer? I'll make it really fast, if that's okay. I have a new online class. I've been building this class for weeks, months, years, actually. You know, I was a college professor for 12 plus years, and now I've been interviewing experts about the business of art in this podcast. I've taken everything I've learned, all the research, all the time, all the money I've spent, and I've rolled it all into a new online class just for you guys. I want to help artists have more success. I want to help you make your artwork appeal. So for a limited time, for people who are joining the Artist Appeals online class as founding members, I'm offering a discount of 80%. Plus, I'm throwing in five bonuses to make you successful. So I thought to myself, what else do they need to be successful? They need this course. They need to learn how to photograph their artwork. They need to learn how to color correct it, how to make repeating patterns, how to get into the flow state faster. So those are the bonuses that I can think of off the top of my head. Then the whole course, the whole course of helping you find your voice and taking you all the way from finding your artistic voice all the way through creating a product, creating pricing ladders, pricing for wholesale and retail, educating your audience with stories, you know, amplifying through automation, licensing all the way to success. So I hope you'll join me at The Artist Appeals, the new online course to help you make your artwork appeal. All right. In this episode of the Artist Appeals podcast, we're going to talk about L for licensing. Now, the Artist Appeals is a seven-step system for building a business in the arts. You've got art, how to make art quickly and easily and on a regular basis so that you can find your artistic voice. That's episode one and step one. Then we've got product, how to change your mindset so that you look at your artwork like a product and you can create multiple revenue streams to sustain you as an artist. And this section, licensing, ties in with that product. We're going to return to that in just a sec. Then there's presentation about the importance of presenting your work so that you create perceived value so that you can charge more for your artwork. Perceived value is created by showing care and attention to detail about the way you handle and present your work. Very important. Even if it's just the photographs you take to put it online, all the way down to the presentation at the cash register. Very important. Presentation. Then you've got educate. And this ties in hand-to-hand with presentation because part of your presentation is telling a story about your artwork, telling your audience Not just the features, which are, you know, the type of paint used or the canvas or the materials or the bronze or this, that or the other thing, but also the benefits. And you want to tell the buyer why they should buy from you versus another person. So the benefits might be something that really appeal to them. And we do that through telling stories about our work. And what people really, really resonate, though, is emotional stories. They want to look at the piece of art and see it on their wall, and be reminded of that story. So using the story to 
as part of the presentation, as part of the presentation materials, either in the marketing materials, as a brochure, as a sticker on the back, as an insert, whatever. That's how we do that, my educator audience. Then in the last episode, we talked about Amplify through automation. And now we're talking about licensing. And licensing is tied back to all of this. It's tied to the amplification. It's tied to the product. It's all of that and rolled up into a ball of wax. So licensing. Have you heard about licensing? Honestly, I have an MFA. I went to seven years of art school, undergrad, and then grad school. I never heard about licensing. Licensing, let me tell you what it is in case you don't know. Licensing is when you license the copyright, the ability to reproduce your artwork, your image onto a product to a manufacturer. Now, you got to be very careful. You don't want to give away your copyright. You retain your copyright and you specify in your contracts very clearly how they can use your images. And then it's supposed to be a win-win situation where they get the prestige, this beautiful art, they get your audience who wants to collect your art, and that helps them sell more product. And you get a manufacturer that's taking on the manufacturing of the product, the distribution. Maybe they have a warehouse where they can store it. They have people that work in the warehouse that can put it in a box and label it and ship it and all that stuff. And the marketing, hopefully they'll do some marketing for you as well. But you're both supposed to do marketing. That's one of the biggest mistakes that we make, I've made certainly, about licensing is that don't give up marketing. Don't expect them to do it all. So we also have a really great interview coming up with Maria Brophy, where she talks about licensing, and another one with Michael as well. Both of these licensing experts are, are coming, so keep an eye out for them. Maria Brophy has some great advice about licensing, and I just want to share a little bit of it here. She is the wife of Drew Brophy. Drew Brophy is a very famous surf painter. He's a surf board. He started out painting surfboards and he started out for a company painting these surfboards and he would sign each one. He was smart. Even when he was in his 20s, he signed each one and he painted hundreds and hundreds of these surfboards with his very distinctive illustrative style. They're very bright, very cartoony, very illustrative, and they all depict surfing in some form or another. Waves and sun and surfers and there's one that's pretty famous that has skulls in it. And they tell stories about these pieces. So the title kind of represents the story. Like she was saying that one of their most famous pieces, the one that has earned them more money than anything else, and it's all been through licensing, is a piece called Pure Joy. And it's a little piece. It's a little tiny painting that they sold the original for like 500 bucks. But before they sold it, she went back to this P for presentation, they got a really high resolution, lots of pixel, good picture of the image. And that image has then since been licensed on countless number of products. She says it has earned them so much money because they retain the copyright to that piece of art. And she says sometimes artists ask her, well, doesn't the collector get mad that you're you know, letting this image out there into the world and they own the original? Well, the answer is almost always no. They don't care because what it's doing is making their original so much more valuable. 
So if everybody has a print of this work and you own the original, don't you feel special? Don't you feel like, whoa, check it out. My original painting that I own and is on my wall is on that surfboard and on those shorts and on that, you know, poster, whatever. That's like props. That's that's pride. So no, she hasn't had any problem with selling the original and retaining the rights. You just have to make sure that you get a really good photograph, high resolution photograph. If you don't know how to get a really good photograph, go and get my free download on theartistappeals.com. I've got a two-page free worksheet that basically outlines good ways to get photographs, bad ways to get photographs, and the ugly ways to get photographs. It is so detailed, so many tips and tricks. It's called how to photograph your artwork even if you don't have a digital SLR or fancy lighting equipment. So I give you three different options, the good professional quality equipment, the bad stuff that'll work, but is going to cause you some issues and you'll have to figure out workarounds and the ugly, which are hacks and tricks that you can do if you don't even have any money. And I even tell you which my favorite is, the good, the bad, or the ugly. So you can get that free download right on the website. Just sign up and it'll go boom right into your email box and you can download and print it out. It's two pages, double-sided on each. So it is a ton of information. Heck, it's 12 years of college teaching experience summarized and rolled into one little nice package. In fact, I'm speaking about this at Art Biz Jams in Philly 2019 here in September. If you happen to be in Philly and over by the way, hit me up with a, a social media message or whatever. So yeah, let's get back to what we were talking about, which is licensing. This is a whole field. And I've met some amazing licensed artists. And this is kind of like top level. This is like really business end of the art. It's great because it can make you an additional revenue and it can really expand your reach. Once you start licensing your work, make sure that your name's on it and that you have a very distinctive artistic style and people will start coming back to you for more because that's part of the appeal. They're collecting and Getty's pictures of babies. You know, she's created a whole movement, actually. You go to any small town in America and people are photographing babies in little costumes like she does, but she started it all. And by licensing her work, by putting out books and so forth and so on, more and more people became aware of her work. So licensing is a extra revenue stream. However, it does take professionalism and what it takes is contracts. So you've got to review the contract. The contract is so important. And I'm going to give you a couple of terms, but there's too many to go over completely here. I highly recommend you get a good attorney to review your contract. Also, as I said, I'm going to go over a couple of the terms here, but I have a lot more available for you in the Artist Appeals online course. I go into depth about the contract terms and licensing contracts. I've negotiated several myself with two bigger companies. And I have an attorney that's walked me through. So let me help you with a couple of the things. So in a licensing contract, right, you are allowing somebody to use your artwork on a product. So number one, what products they can use have to be specifically designated or, or in the contract. So the contract needs to say, you may use my image on this product, for example, a puzzle. 
or a pillow or more general like home decor. But you've got to be very clear about that. You have to say, and you may not use it on such and such. Then you'd have to define the region that they can produce that product for. So it might be North America. It might be America, you know, North America, Mexico, America, and Canada. You know, if they want international, exclusive rights for international, exclusive is a term you have to be very careful with because it means that they can use your image and nobody else can. So you don't want to give a company exclusive rights unless it's for just a specific product. So that protects them. So if you say you can exclusively use this on throw pillows in North America, you see how that limits the manufacturer and says, okay, you can make pillows and you can sell them in North America and I won't let any other pillow manufacturer use my artwork, this piece of artwork on pillows. But then if you want to make pillows in Europe with a different company, you can. So watch for exclusivity. You want to give some of it, but not completely. You don't want them to have exclusive rights to your artwork for the entire world for every single product. Then you can't license it to other people and you want to license it to other people. That's like the goal. That's like the big pie in the sky, man. That's that's the ultimate revenue stream is to create these products and have lots and lots of different revenue streams from your originals, maybe from commissioned work, from products, and then from licensing, right? So licensing is where your art is on a product. Other things you need to look for is the term of the contract. So all contracts have a close or an end. Normally, it's like two years because they need time to get prototypes and get it out into the market. And there's a whole, you know, product life cycle thing. So normally they're going to need a year or two to produce the product and get it out on the shelves. But you don't want to give them the copyright to your work forever and ever. Because what if it doesn't work out? What if they don't manage to move any product? Now, a lot of people get hung up on royalty rates. Royalty rates change and they vary from product to product and industry to industry. So you just kind of got to get a, an attorney that knows or ask around. There is a handbook of licensing details, and I think it's called the licensing handbook, that details different royalty rates for the different markets. So I'll find a link for that and put it down below. I would reference that or ask around. Then the next thing you also want to talk about is approval of your products. So you want to make sure that you have approval of the final product so that if it's manufactured in China, sometimes it can be good, sometimes it can be bad. You get a lot better pricing, and, but you want to make sure that it's not like a horrible representation of your work and of you as an artist. You want to make sure that it's a quality that you find acceptable and isn't going to break instantly. And then there's, you know, labeling stuff, but that's not normally in the contract. That's normally taken care of by the manufacturer. So you've got to check out those different types of things. As I said, there's a lot more terms as well. There's also sometimes minimum royalties guarantees. Those are nice. A minimum royalty guarantee is where the manufacturer promises you that even if they don't sell anything, they're going to give you this amount of money. That's a nice little safety net. It's, you know, not always a lot of money, but in case something goes wrong and your relationship with the manufacturer dissolves, then you get a little bit of money. Okay, 
So there are some terms to get you going with contracts and licensing negotiations. I will find you the book, The Licensing Handbook, really great reference to have. And look for those episodes with Maria Brophy is a great one. She talks about licensing. We're going to have two amazing other licensing artists coming up. We're going to have in season two, Patricia, the owner and designer of this company that is a brand builder. She is a brand guru. She's taken companies, manufacturers from China that make nothing and turn them into brands. So look for that upcoming. And of course, check out the Artist Appeals where you can get your freebie stuff. You can get the downloads. And of course, we have our new seven-step online course, which details these seven steps even more in depth with lots of handouts and examples and, of course, quotes and tips and tricks all summarized from our myriad of guests. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of The Artist Appeals about licensing. And of course, follow me on the different social media platforms. I'll put links below for those as well. And hit me up with any questions you have. I'll do my best to point you to the resources you need. Thanks a lot and have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Hey, I want to take just a quick second to tell you about a new offer I have. All this information that I've been gathering from 12 years plus of teaching, plus all these interviews with amazing guests, I've summarized in the seven-step system, the appeals system for building a business in the art and making your artwork appeal. So whether you're a photographer, a designer, an illustrator, a graphic designer, whatever your specialty is, we've got something for you. It's a new online class. It's the seven-step system for making your artwork appeal. I'm going to teach you all these amazing things, summarize them all in one place, and give you a system so that you can build a business in the arts. And for a limited time, we have five bonuses thrown in for free, as well as I'm offering lifetime access to this course for all these foundational members. So if you're interested in an online class that you can take in the comfort of your home, that you have lifetime access to as it grows and develops and we get even more information, you'll have lifetime access to it for an amazing price of just $197. Go check out theartistappeals.com. Well, that's it for The Artist Appeals. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed recording it. I just love talking with all these artists and business people. It's phenomenal and I've learned so much. I hope you've learned something too. You can get more information. You can check out some of the links that we talked about in these podcasts at theartistappeals.com. That's theartistappeals.com. Thanks and have a good one.